This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Hallelujah. We're coming out of John 10 and 1, the Gospel of John. Amen. I'm stuck with John for some reason. Amen. Hallelujah. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 1. Amen. Scholars say this is a continuation of chapter 9 where he healed the blind man. And, and those that thought the blind man was in his sins because he was blind, but it was because Jesus said to bring about the glory of God. Amen. And the Pharisees did not, and Sadducees and all the religious leaders did not like the fact that this man was healed from his blindness. And at the end of the chapter, amen, Jesus basically tells them, amen, you are blind. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, because you don't see that I am the son of man or the Messiah. Amen. And it's with that thought. Amen. We flow into John 10. Amen. Very familiar scripture. Amen. And we're going to start at the first verse. Amen. And it says, verily, verily, I say unto you, I'm reading from the King James Version. He that entereth not by the door. He was referring to himself. Hallelujah. And this is, he's bringing us a parable. This is a parable, amen, basically about himself, amen. And, and it's shaped through the context of the ancient world having a sheepfold, amen. I know this doesn't really apply so much to our modern suburban or urban understandings, but he's comparing himself to the door to a sheepfold or a, a holding place for sheep, amen. He says, he that entereth not by the door, referring to himself, into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep, is referring to himself. Next verse, next slide, please. To him the porter openeth. Now there is some some disagreement among scholars who the porter is. Could it be Father God? Could it be the Holy Spirit? Or the one that really rang true with me is the law. The law held the sheep. The law held the children of Israel for 1,500 years. And Paul referred to it as a, sc a schoolmaster. Jesus kept the law perfectly. All the days of his life and it held the children of Israel who were God's people only exclusively at that time. We know we are now as well. Hallelujah. But to him, the porter opened the door, the, 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 the old covenant opens the door. And the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name. He knows your name. He knows your name. Actual sheep have names placed upon them, especially at this time in history, amen, by their shepherds, amen. Our whole church uh, establishment is built around the concept of shepherd and sheep. Hallelujah. And leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other parts of the world, amen, the shepherd followed the sheep. But here he's saying he leads the sheep. For they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him. I always tell y'all, if y'all see me start going crazy, run. Pray for me. Pray and run. For they know not the voice 
of strangers. Next slide, please. Today we're going to revisit something that we've done before. Amen. Hallelujah. But God's leading me today to deal with it. And it is the voice of the Lord. It is critical in our day-to-day walk as Christians to know the voice of the Lord. There are many voices in the world. There are voices of this opinion or that organization or this, pr- this, this group of people that have been oppressed or uh, this news cycle or that news cycle or this group or that group, amen. But we need to know the voice of the Lord, especially in times like this when we live in the age of information. Information is available to us 24 hours a day. Social media, 24-hour news cycle, YouTube, whatever it may be, information and opinions and what people think are available to us, but it is critical. And even within the church, there are fractions. When I say the church, I mean the larger church. There are fractions in the church, amen, but we need to know the voice of the Lord, with two occasions on this week, amen, with I needed to know the voice of the Lord. It was an occasion uh, with my uh, day-to-day job. But God spoke something to me, and then when, when the thing happened, amen, I was prepared. We need the voice of the Lord, and we're going to deal with that today, Amen. On this Mother's Day, May 9th, 2021. Amen. Won't you join me as I pray? Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you and bless you, Lord God, for today. Lord, we thank you for our mothers, Lord God. We celebrate them today, Lord God. We honor them today, Lord God. Thank you for giving us our mothers today in the name of Jesus. We, we, we declare a special blessing upon our mothers today in Jesus' name. We rise up and call them blessed. Hallelujah, these virtual women, virtuous women, hallelujah, not virtual, virtuous women, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. Now, Father God, we need a word from you, hallelujah. You are the preacher, you are the teacher. Preach today, teach today like never before. Have your way through me. I decrease that you might increase in me. I thank you, I praise you, and I bless you for your word today. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen. The voice of the Lord. Amen. Let's do some definitions first. Amen. Let me, let me explain something about myself if you've not picked it up already after eight years of the church here. Amen. Um, God has me engaging in expository preaching. And what does that mean? Hallelujah. It means evidence-based preaching. So we go to a lot of scriptures because you need evidence. You don't need me to just get up here, read one scripture, and then just tell you something Amen. With no evidence. Amen. You need evidence. Amen. If you're going to build your life on something, you need evidence. And God is in the evidence based business. He's revealing his truth to you. It has evidence in it. Amen. Hallelujah. So with that said, amen. Next slide, please. Let's look at the word sheep. Amen. Hallelujah. Sheep. Amen. It's, just, it's written in the uh, New Testament portion of the Bible. So its original language was Greek. Amen. And it's a word pro-aton, all right? And figuratively, figuratively, it means someone easily led one way or the other, like a sheep. Sheep is used of the followers of any master, of mankind who 
as needing salvation, obey the injunctions of him who provides it and leads them to it. So of the followers of Christ. So we as followers of Christ are uh, considered sheep. Amen. And at the time when Jesus spoke this, amen, the Jews were considered sheep. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Especially those that were following would follow him. Amen. Hallelujah. Those that are easily led. We should be easily led by God. I know that's not always the case. Let me talk for myself. It's not always the case. Amen. Hallelujah. Sheep. Hallelujah. Next slide. Next word, please. Amen. It's the word here. Amen. And it's the Greek word. Akuo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's where we get our modern way uh, acoustics from. This is our base word for acoustics. Amen. Hallelujah. Here. Akuo. Hallelujah. And it figuratively means to hear God's voice, which prompts him to birth faith within. Amen. When we hear God's voice, it births, it should birth faith within. Hallelujah. What scripture can we link to this? Romans 10, 17 says, so faith coming from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. Hallelujah. This gives you a kind of clue of where we're headed with this voice of God. Hallelujah. We hear the word, uh, when we hear the good news about Christ, it provokes faith within that we would trust him more that we would lean on him more that we would cling to him more that we would be more akin to sheep that are inclined to follow him easily hallelujah let's look at our next vo vo word next slide please voice in the greek it's phone and i believe this is where we get our modern english word phone from it means a voice, a sound, a language, a dialect, the manner of speaking as a shepherd, a cry or call to Irish sheep. To such voices, Jesus likens his precepts approved, heard by all the good. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. His voice, his sound, what he would say. Hallelujah. Now, last hallelujah word here that we're going to define. Next slide is no. It's the word Edo, to be aware or behold or consider or perceive. So my sheep know my voice, so they're aware of it. They behold it, they consider it, they perceive it. Seeing becomes knowing. Then it is a gateway to grasp spiritual truths, reality from, phys from the physical plane. Then, then is physical seeing sight, which should be the constant bridge to mental and spiritual seeing or comprehension. So we hear it, we know it. We perceive it, hallelujah, that faith comes from the voice of God from within, hallelujah. hallelujah. It brings faith and understanding, hallelujah, glory to God. I was clear when God spoke to me this week. I said, okay, I understand what he's saying, amen. You know, in this modern day world, if you walk around talking about God spoke this to me and God spoke that to me, they might try to take you, amen, to South Oaks across the street. So we have to be wise. All right. Hallelujah. We're not hiding, but, you know, everybody can't handle the truth. Everybody can't handle it because their reality, you know, oh, God, I'm going off a little tangent here. Amen. But there is something called objective truth, and then there's something called subjective truth. Most of the world operates in subjective truth. What are you talking about? Well, I've got to live by my truth. 
In other words, what they're saying is I'm making my own reality. And if it's real to me, I don't care if it's not real to you. So everybody's got their own little truth. Objective truth is the reality from God's point of view, which is the true view because he is the creator of heaven and earth. Amen. So we, although it makes sense from an objective uh, truth that a created being should be able to hear from their creator because everybody's operating in their subjective truth or their own personal truth, their own reality, they're not going to be able to handle that. All right? So we got to be wise and, you know, let God lead you and pick your spots. Amen. Everybody can't handle, well, you know, God told me today that. Now, they know God speaks. Amen. They just use other words. They say uh, a, a, a premonition or intuition or something told me. Or something in my gut. Just like they, they, you know, they call all these UFOs. They don't understand that they're heavenly beings, amen, coming in and out of the, 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 the atmosphere. And we got to call them UFO. All right, back to the voice of God, amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Point one. As a follower of Christ, it is critical that we are able to recognize the voice, the sound of the Lord, which births faith within and gives us spiritual insight to his will for our lives. Which direction he wants us to go in. He leads, we follow as sheep. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. The agency or the how he serves the, the, uh, the Holy Spirit to communicate the will of God to the believer. We are communicated to as born-again believers by way of the Holy Spirit. Can God speak audibly? Yes, he can. Does he choose to do it that way? No. He, 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 he communicates by way of the Holy Spirit from within. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Going back, we're staying in John. In John 14, 16, you've heard me read this scripture a lot lately. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is Jesus, amen, as he prepares his disciples for his crucifixion. He says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor. Now, how can the Holy Spirit be a counselor if he can't speak to you from within? He has to be able to communicate with you to be a counselor, a strengthener, amen. We all need strength from time to time, amen. My prayer life is, is, is gone to the next level, amen, hallelujah. The more pressure that life throws on me from the outside, amen, the more I cling to him, amen. Strengthen me. I command strength to become up in me. I, I speak peace to flood my spirit. I speak joy. Flood my spirit. And I have seen it come to pass, amen, as it's impacted those around me. Here's a little piece of advice that God said to me as he spoke to me. Stop taking everything personal. I didn't want to hear that. But it's what I needed to hear. Stop taking everything personal. When you take it personal, you don't take it in a way that is mature and will cause you and encourage you to grow from an experience. You'll feel like a victim. And I found myself in too many situations where I felt like a victim. 
Hallelujah, glory to God. And this, and, this, and this is clinging to God and seeking him and counselor and strengthener by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It, it's taking me out of that victim mentality that everybody's out to get me. Oh, poor me. And, and do the violins for me to get the strength from him. Counsels me, speaks to me. And I, ha- I f- have my spirit flooded with peace, have my spirit flooded with joy. This is beyond circumstances. This is beyond people liking you and stuff like that. And it's when you operate on the, on the level that Christ did as he walked on the earth. Why? Because you're being empowered by the same spirit that empowered him. Amen? Hallelujah. Yes, he was God. Amen. But he, su- he made himself subject to the ministry of the Holy Spirit within all right, I'm getting off subject here. To be, hallelujah, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby. Got a song named Stand By Me where the Holy Spirit stands by you. To be with you forever. He will not leave you. The spirit of truth. We talked about truth earlier. He is the spirit of truth. He will only Communicate to you truth, God's objective truth. I don't like, you know, I had to deal with some tough subject matter last week. I don't like everything God has to say to me, but it is truth. I, have, I had or have certain opinions, but his truth cuts right through them. He's God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whom the world cannot receive, your co-workers, your unsaved family members or friends, they cannot receive at this point until they receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And take to its heart because it does not see him. We're, we're in our five senses. He can't be seen. Or know him. But you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually. At this point, he had not yet the day of Pentecost had not occurred and the Holy Spirit did not live in people. Hallelujah. Remain with you continually and will, be, and will be, Jesus speaking about the future, will be in you. And that's where we're living right now. He lives in us. I want you to think about this. Amen. And I, and I don't want to lower the Holy Spirit to this level, but just for your understanding's sake. Amen. The Holy Spirit is God. But I want you to think about it this way. The voice of God lives within you. The voice of God lives within you as a believer. He just gave that to me right now. Hallelujah. The voice of God lives within you by way of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The Holy Spirit communicates with the believer on Christ's behalf. He communicates with us on Christ's behalf. He's so humble he has his own will, but he's chosen, amen. Now, 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 the tape, now the ministries are inverted. Jesus, when during his earthly ministry, amen, submitted himself to the Father and to the ministry of the Holy Spirit within. Now the Holy Spirit submits himself to the will of Christ. He communicates on Christ's behalf. Let's get some evidence. Next slide, please. John 14, 26. It reads, but the helper, the comfort, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strength, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. The Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act 
on my behalf. He will teach you all things. Hallelujah. He's a teacher. But how can you be taught if, you can't, if, he, if he can't communicate to you? The voice of the Lord lives within. And he will help you remember everything that I have told you. All of his teachings. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Our next verse, amen. We're going to go to John 16, 13. Amen. On the same thought. Next slide, please. John 16, 13. Reading from the Amplified Version again. And it says, but this is Jesus again. He says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. There's that word truth again. It's not for us to make up our own truth. He guides us into truth. And to deal with that tough subject matter last week, amen, there were a lot of opinions, but he guides us into truth. Can we be humble enough as human beings, amen, where we can allow ourselves to be guided in the truth, amen? Part of uh, repentance is a change of mind. Can we change, uh, you know, I was steadfast in certain opinions and his truth. Uh, when I came to a point of submission, he guides me into truth. He guides me into a change of mind through his communication with me. And I go from one thought that's my own or my own truth, my subjective truth, my own little reality that I've set up for myself. He guides me into God's objective truth, which is really truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, the speaking of the Holy Spirit, but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message. We hear the word speak. Hallelujah. The message regarding the Son. What's the message regarding the Son? The gospel message. And he will disclose to you what is what is to come in the future? Amen. I told you about an instance. Um, well, actually, he, will, he did do this for John, and John had the experience in the book of Revelation. Amen. But from my own personal standpoint, I gave you the testimony how God w spoke to me about something that would occur this week, and it happened. And I was prepared for it because he spoke to me. He will glorify and honor me. You know you're hearing from, from God when the, the voice from within glorifies and honors Christ because he the Holy Spirit will take from what is mine will take from what is mine or what is Christ and disclose it to you or in this case to us as believers all things that the father has are mine because of this I said that he the spirit will take from what is mine and will reveal it to you so we'll take from what is the father's and the son's and reveal it to us we're talking about the voice of the Lord. Amen. God must be able to communicate to us as believers. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we're just going to be communicated by every little thing that comes over the air or comes over the Internet or every, everything that pops up in our mind. Every, you know, we'll be basing our reality based off our own experiences, which is very limited. So our, our reality, our truth will be limited my God, thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. But what will God say to his followers? How, how to recognize his voice within? And this is the crux of it. How will we recognize the voice 
from within, whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. How can we recognize that? You know, one of my great fears, I'm going to miss God. I know we shouldn't have, God's not giving me the spirit of fear, but as a human being, I have fears. I don't want to miss God. I don't want to mislead your people. I want to I know that I'm hearing from you. I want to know that I'm communicating your truth to your people. All right, I want to make sure that I'm leading my family in the right direction as you lead me. How can we recognize his voice within? Sometimes it's, it could be hard. Is this God? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It just popped into my head. I don't know if it's God. Next slide, please. We're coming out of the book of James. James 3 and 11. Here, James, the half-brother of Jesus, who was only converted after he saw the resurrected Christ. This man who grew up with Jesus did not believe he was the Messiah until he saw the resurrected Christ. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, his own town. And in his own house here, his own brother did not believe he was the Messiah. They came and tried to get him one time. They said, Jesus, your family's out here. Your, your brother's your mother. He said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But those that believe in the Lord, you know, this man was converted. Now he's speaking about the tongue being an unruly member. Amen. That it's hard to control our tongues. Amen. Anybody like me, sometimes you say stuff. It's like, why did I say that? And he says, can fresh water and salt water flow out of the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree produce olives? Can a grapevine produce figs? Of course not. And salt water spring can't produce fresh water either. So how can we apply this to the voice of God? God will only do certain things. All right. Glory to God. We as human beings, sometimes we say hallelujah and sometimes we use four-letter words. We're going to be truthful. But that's not God's way. Amen. Next slide, please. Is anyone among you wise and understanding? And he turns, okay, I asked him a rhetorical question, a question that doesn't need an answer, all right? He says, that person should show it by living a good life. A wise person isn't proud when they do good deeds. But suppose your hearts are jealous and bitter. Suppose you are concerned only about getting ahead. Obviously, I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version. Don't brag about it and don't say no to the truth. Oh, don't say no to the truth. There are some opinions that we hold so strongly, and it's our truth. And we won't let the Holy Spirit kind of cut through our truth and give us God's objective truth. That's how the world is. They don't want to believe Jesus is, is the savior of the world. They operate in their own reality. You know, I, I think it's so funny how you can't believe there's a God. How we got order from molecules. How we got morality from molecules and, 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 and creatures coming out of sludge and how the Big Bang caused morality. And natural laws, and, they, and you know, they attribute, you know, scientists or scientism believers attribute everything to gravity. How do, how do, we, you know, how do we get two eyes and, 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 and two, two arms and two hands and two feet, two legs? How do we get male and female? 
It had to be a creator. It had to be a designer. Truth. But everybody's operating in their own truth. It says, don't brag about it. Don't say no, no to the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, next verse, please. Wisdom like this doesn't come down from heaven. Jealousy, bitterness, anger. God's not speaking to you then. You're talking about how do we recognize the voice of God. God's not petty. God's not going to tell you, ooh, look what she's wearing. Oh, my God, who she thinks she is? That's not God. It's not God. Hallelujah. So wisdom like this doesn't come down from heaven. It belongs to the earth. It doesn't come from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the devil. Anything that's negative, tearing people down, tearing you down, telling you to kill yourself, telling you you're ugly, telling you you're no one, telling you you can't make it, telling you you're too black, telling you you're too light, telling you you're not smart enough, telling you you're ugly is not God. It's earthly. It's devilish. It's not God. Next slide, please. Verse 16. It says, are you jealous? Are you concerned only about getting ahead? These are not, this is not God. I should not be so ambitious that I'm willing to step on you to get to where I want to go to. You know, all of my jobs have been service jobs, serving others. This is what God has opened up for me. I just can't bring myself to do something to make money where I step on other people. This is how a lot of, mil- how a lot of people become rich. You step on other people. Ace and I always have these conversations, amen. To really have a successful large corporation business where you have factories and all that, you have to take advantage of people because you can't pay the people in the factory what they're really worth. Otherwise, your business won't be successful. Hallelujah. Jealousy, selfish ambition is not from God. It's not the voice of God. Then your life will be a mess. I like how the New New International Reader's Version puts that on. (laughs) You will be doing all kinds of evil things. What voice are we listening to? Who's speaking to us? Who's influencing us? Who's shaping our truth, our reality? The voice of the Lord we're talking about today. Next verse, next slide. James 3.17, I'm still in the New International Reader's Version. It says, but wisdom that comes from heaven is pure. God's only going to speak to you pure things. That most important thing about it, that's the most important thing about it. And that's not all. It also loves peace. When God speaks to you, it'll, be p- it'll bring about peace in you. We talked about, a f- was it last week or a week before, amen, we talked about the three kingdom realities of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Peace. 
A lot of times I know it's God because I'll feel a peace. Even if I don't like what he's saying, and then a peace comes about, so I know it's God. He, I might not like what God's saying. So my opinion might not like it, but there's a peace there. I didn't like that he was telling me about this woman, amen, but there was a peace there. I didn't want no church girl. Wanted a wild girl out in the club. God's telling me, no, no, no. This one, this one, this one. So why am I feeling about a peace about somebody I don't even know? Peace. It thinks about others. God's very unselfish. He's thinking about you and wants you to think about the well-being of others. Hallelujah. Not about selfish ambition. It's not going to say, it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. No. It's going to strengthen you. Let's say theoretically, let's say if God dropped a million dollars on each of us. He'd be blessing us. Yes, he wants us to be blessed in our families, but he'd be blessing us to be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It obeys. All right. It is full of mercy and good fruit. When God speaks to you by way of the Holy Spirit, amen, the Holy Spirit is sub submitted his will to the will of the Father and the Son. He's obeying although he's God as well. Hallelujah. It is full of mercy and good fruits. Hallelujah. When God's speaking to you, it's full of mercy and good fruit. You know, love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness, gentleness. It is fair. You know, now that I'm in this leader position at work, amen, I make sure that I'm working at least as hard, if not harder, than those around me. I'm not saying do this, do that, do that. And then I'm just chilling at my desk. I'm working. It's fair. Holiday. It doesn't pretend to be what it's not. I'm all that in a bag of chips. No, I'm not. When we're hearing from God. Hallelujah. Next slide, next verse, please. James 3.18. It says, those who make peace plant it like a seed. God's only going to cause you and speak to you that you might be a peacemaker everywhere you go, that you are making peace with people. You know, I've encountered things over the course of my life where people talk behind your back and do this and do that and try to destroy you and whatever. And then God's not going to lead you into re revenge. He says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. He's going to lead you to how can I make if at all possible, because it's not always possible, but how can I make peace with this person? That's the voice of the Lord. Peace. I've told you time and time again, I'm a grudge holder. God has to, his, his truth had to come and displace that reality I've set up for myself that holding grudges is good. It's not. And his you know, I know it's God. God's not going to tell me to hold a grudge against somebody. He's going to tell me to, as best as I can, make peace with that person. Sometimes peace does involve, okay, you go your way, I go my way. When I see you, I will treat you well and with respect. But to operate in peace. It's God. 
If it's not about peace, it's not about God. He's not speaking to you. So those that make peace planted like a seed, they will harvest a great crop of right living. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Contrasting. So God's not going to give you any selfish, ambitious thoughts. He's not going to uh, cause you to be jealous. It's not going to cause you to hold grudges and do all those things. Hallelujah. When God's speaking to you, it's going to bring about peace in your spirit. Even if you disagree with it, peace that passes all understanding, passes all understanding because you're thinking one way <laughs> and he's telling you something else. Hallelujah. So what's our point here? Next slide. Point three, when God communicates with a believer via the Holy Spirit, the determining characteristics of his divine communication are moral purity, peace, courteousness, consideration, gentleness, compassion, straightforwardness. God will speak to you straightforward. We see the words of Christ. He didn't hold back. Amen. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't uh, uh, being harsh with people, but he was being straightforward with them. All right. Hallelujah. Reasonableness, fairness, good fruit, and an unwavering, consistent truth that lines up with his word. What is his word? The teachings of Christ in the Bible, or in other words, the gospel. Here's where the rubber starts to hit the road. How you hear from God is consistent or correlates to what you believe about the gospel. There was a point or the great portion of my Christian walk was I thought that I had to work my way into heaven through good works. And if I had to do it and you didn't do it, then I would judge you whether in person or in my mind. And this is what uh, perverted my hearing from God to be inconsistent because I was operating under the old covenant in my thinking. Not understanding the impact of the cross. What am I saying? And let me say it again in another word. Amen. Your hearing from God will be impacted based on your understanding of the gospel message. If you believe you still have to work your way into heaven or that heaven is not yours based on what Christ did, your hearing from God will be impacted. It's not saying that you'll never hear from him, but there will be other the vo that religious voice, that religious devil has an inroad in you. Next slide, please. Don't follow the voice of a stranger. Don't follow the voice of the stranger. We're going to go back to John 10. Next slide, please. John 10, 3. To him, the porter. We talked about the porter being the old covenant, the law. The law had to open up the sheep. The law passed on the sheep to the shepherd. Like I said, Paul in Galatians called the law a schoolmaster. That held the sheep. The sheep at that time were the Israelites. But now the porter, how John calls the law, 
opens the door to the shepherd, the good shepherd, Jesus. And the sheep hear his voice. His voice, amen, hallelujah, is all about the gospel. And he calleth his own sheep by name. He knows the hairs on our very head. He should know our names. And leadeth them out. He goes before us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I heard something. Uh, hallelujah. The Jets just drafted a new quarterback. Amen. And, the, you know, everybody's looking at him as a savior. Amen. Hallelujah. And the coach said to him over the phone uh, when they drafted him, he says, I don't want you to come here like you have to lift us, but we're going to lift you. Why am I saying this? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is, is leading us. He's lifting us. We don't lift him. He lifts us. That's the gospel. He died for us. He lifted us. It leads them out. And when he put it forth his own sheep, he go up before them. And the sheep follow him. We follow him. We follow the gospel. We follow all that he did for us. Or at least we should. It was a struggle during my walk because sometimes I was following the old covenant that I got to do, I got to do, I got to do. And other times I was in the grace. And I go back and forth and this was my walk, hallelujah, and it was up and down like a roller coaster. And there were days I could hear him clearly and other days I couldn't hear him because I was unsettled about the gospel. How I can hear him so clearly now, now that my focus is on, hallelujah, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which is the gospel message. I can't read the Old Testament and get faith unless I see Jesus in it. I can't read the Ten Commandments and get faith because they're, they're making the demand on me. It's not investing in me, it's demanding me. Do this, do that. Don't do this, don't do that. Making me walk on eggshells as, my, as a Christian. Oh, I better not do this. I'm just going to be. I was so sin centered. How could I hear from God consistently? Because I thought. Jesus' death paid for my sins before I got saved. But now the weight and the burden was on me. I have to carry it. I remember being in this building years ago as assistant pastor, and I was teaching about we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I was preaching it, and I was studying about it, and I was like, I don't quite understand this. I did share it. I did the best I could with my limited understanding, amen, hallelujah. But understanding that with the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus comes down to he became sin and we became the righteousness of God. He exchanged places with us. And it's hard for us to hear that because we keep saying, well, I'm not righteous, I'm imperfect. Yes, you, we know that, he knows that. But he gave you his righteousness. And that's why Father God, how we can pray, we can spend time in his presence, amen, because when Father God sees us, he sees us through the lens of the blood of Jesus. And Jesus' righteousness, which we are clothed in now, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. His voice, he's only going to speak things consistent with the gospel message. And a stranger will they, will they not follow. Hallelujah. Who's the stranger? Hallelujah. Those, hallelujah, that are not. Ha- we'll get to that in a minute. Let me not go too far. Hallelujah. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Next slide, please. Let's look at this word stranger. Hallelujah. It's alat rios. In the Greek, amen, belonging to another, not one's own, foreign, strange. The stranger teaches righteousness by works. And a stranger or those leaders like the Pharisees and the Sadducees were that were preaching righteousness by works. Amen. Jesus is saying, we will not follow. Get on your grind and make your way in this earth. You better put on all white and show how holy you are. Better put on that white turban over your head. Looks very nice, though. All right. Looks very nice. All right. Very nice. Hallelujah. You and you and Raven always and stuff. Sorry. Sorry. Amen. The stranger or the voice that speaks that you gotta. Make it on your own. You got to make your own way. Make your own opportunities. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. Is not the voice of the Lord. Oh, y'all need to come up here and repent. Well, the person asking you to do that needs to repent too. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And what they need to repent from is a change of mind from demanding righteousness from the people and knowing that God supplies it. That's the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's who the stranger is. And sometimes I was a stranger to myself. I didn't know who I was in Christ. Matter of fact, Christ said, flee from that person. Every religion other than Christianity demands righteousness from its followers. This is the difference with Christianity. Yes, it happens within Christian circles as well because we lack the understanding of what Christ did for us at the cross, but the stranger or the voice of a stranger that is not God is the voice demanding righteousness. Even the devil demands righteousness from you that you can't produce. And when he has you on that uh, treadmill of Christianity, and oh, you should be going to that church, you're no good. Oh, you shouldn't be a preacher, you've you, you, you done this, you've done that. Why are you saying hallelujah? I know what you did last night. That's the voice of the stranger. Flee from it. Hallelujah. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he shall flee. Hallelujah. Next and last slide. Hallelujah. How can we conclude all this? 
As believers, God's intent for us to become familiar with him, his ways, his voice. Understanding the character of Christ goes hand in hand with recognizing his voice from within. We have to understand how he is in order, in order to understand how he'll communicate with us. I didn't really know Christ. I, I, was, I was a Christian and I loved that he died on the cross and all that. But I didn't really know him intimately. I didn't know his character. I didn't know that I was, my sins were paid for past, present, and future. And no, this is not a license to sin. Grace will not lead you into sin. Grace is not, well, let me go out here to Wal Walgreens and get me a beer and get drunk and go find a girl and sleep with her. God's going to forgive me. That's not grace. Grace is, I've had a history with alcohol. I've had a history with fornication. Thank you, God, that you've forgiven me. Give me the strength to avoid going to Walmart and acting on these feelings that are inside me. That's grace. Hallelujah. Understanding that you have been blessed and, and you don't deserve it. And that even God communicating to you is grace. Hallelujah. The agency of the Holy Spirit. The voice from within the agency of the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Any voice or stranger who communicates with us and, and lacks the character of Christ reveals itself not to be God. Christ's sheep can distinguish between his voice and the voice of a stranger because he only shares through the lens or is consistent with his message, the gospel. As opposed to the stranger's message, righteousness by works. Hallelujah. Should we do good works? Of course we should. Hallelujah. But it's a response to God's goodness to us and that we are saved, not, no, not to earn our salvation. All right? If we can earn our salvation, then God died in vain. Jesus died in vain. Hear the words of Christ, which give a full picture of how he will communicate with his sheep. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy this stranger, this, this voice that's making demands on you, that is uh, judgmental, that it's condemning you. It makes us want to cut ourselves and kill ourselves. What voice was I listening to in Texas? It's the voice of a stranger. You've moved to Texas and you failed. You failed your wife. You failed your children. You failed the church. You failed everyone who saw you off to Texas. You failed. Kill yourself. It was not the voice of the Lord. You missed me. You prophesied. The ways that didn't come to pass. Kill yourself not the voice of the Lord. I felt like God was trying to kill me. I was not hearing from God. I was hearing that stranger's voice, the thief's voice. The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. As I am come that they might have life. What life? His life. Gospel, I'm laying down my life for you. 
I am coming that you might have life. Where would they get that life from? From him. From, where would we get it from? From him. I am come that you might have my life. It's the rivers of living waters, amen, the life of Christ by way of the Holy Spirit. And that you might have it in a more abundantly, speaking of eternal life. Yes, there's a, there's a greater quality of life here on earth, on this side of heaven as well. But this is that, that I have abundant or eternal life. That you would have et- abundant and eternal life. It's gospel message. Who is this thief? Amen. Kliptes in the Greek. In the Greek a, a, a thief who steals by stealth in secret rather than in open with violence. The name is transferred to false teachers who do not care to instruct men, but abuse their confidence for their own gain. Sometimes the thief is behind the pulpit. My God. I'm not talking about anybody in particular. There's a lot of pulpits across the world. Sometimes the thief is behind the pulpit. And across religions, anyone who demands from you and does not point to God's supply. Yeah, we got to do things in the kingdom of God, but first God supplies and when he supplies, amen, uh, there's a lot of demands on me at work, but at first I get the supply. And then I go to work and give out the overflow, keeping enough for myself. Hallelujah. Yes, I still come home and I'm tired. <laughs> I don't feel like talking all the time. The raven comes and finds me and wants to talk all day and night and stuff like that. I'm like, Raven, I'm no tired. Okay, I think I need a minute. Holiday. I'm teasing right now. She doesn't do that. Amen. You come and shake my hand and you move on, right? Thank you. Thank you for that. She's considerate. She's listening to God. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. Let me end this. Amen. Hallelujah. The voice of the Lord. Amen. We'll lead you to Christ. We'll point you to his supply. We'll be kind, we'll be gentle, we'll be loving, we'll be direct. We'll correct you, but we'll correct you in a way that benefits you. Not a way to tear you down, but a way to build you up. Amen. It will speak that objective truth or that which is consistent with God. It's not going to let you stay in your own little reality, amen, but show you the reality of God. Hallelujah. So we're going to get away from this. Amen. God told me to stand on my leg and have my arms out like this for 50 minutes. Basically, what this is saying is God's telling me to prove myself to him. That's the voice of the stranger. All that silliness and, uh, and floatiness, we talk, it's, 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 it's performance-based. And that's what is consistent with that floatiness or with missing God. It's performance-based. God will never demand of you what he doesn't first supply. And when we try to take on this world without hearing from God, without getting his supply, this is when we get depleted. And this is where you want to quit your job like me. 
I was not getting it from the source first. Amen. This is what pastors want to quit churches. You got to get it from the source first. We're talking about the voice of the Lord. Amen. I'm done. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Real quickly, let me pray for everyone. Amen. Both here and online. Father God, as we come before you in these last and evil days, we need a daily word from you. We need to know that you are with us and be encouraged and that you are standbyer, your counselor, your strengthener, and that you speak to us and you speak to us in a way that's consistent with the gospel message, that's consistent with your, hallelujah, your word, that's looking to benefit us, that's looking to build us up, that's looking to fill us to overflowing. Lord God, we pray that your truth would expel every subjective truth that dwells in us, every opinion that does not line up with your word, that we might operate in your truth, in your righteousness, in your peace, in your joy, in the Holy Ghost. Have your way in us like never before, that we might consistently hear your voice and not a stranger's. Teach us how to flee from those negative voices, Lord God, those demanding righteousness by works voices in the name of Jesus. Have your way in us that we have a consistent communication between you and us. And Father God, confirm it by your peace. We ask in the name of Jesus. We thank you today. Bless those that are online that are struggling with your voice. Bless those that are in the house that are struggling with your voice. Communicate to them like never before. Have your way in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen. Real quick, amen. We want to be a blessing, amen, to our church. If you'd like this gospel to continue, amen. Before, even before I do that, let me make an offer of salvation. There are a lot of voices in your life, and you don't know which one to turn to. And when you have turned to one, it's often been the voice of a stranger, someone demanding of you, tearing you down, not in your corner, not supportive, not speaking things that are consistent with the gospel. You often have thoughts of fear and anger and thoughts that lack peace. And some of you even have thoughts of suicide. That's you. I'm speaking to you today. This message was for you today. If you'd like to hear a new voice from within, the voice of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, God the Spirit, and you'd like God to speak to you consistently, amen, say these words with me. We can only get to God through the person of Jesus Christ. Say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe on the third day you rose from the dead as the proof, as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as payment for my sins. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. If you believe what you just said with that prayer, say amen. Hallelujah. I pray that you hear the voice of the Lord, amen, encouraging you, building you up. At times he will correct you, but in a loving manner that will benefit you all the days of your life.
Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Real quick, take me to the offering slide. Amen. If you want the message of the gospel to continue, we need your financial support. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't want it. We need it. Amen. In this world system, in this world realm, amen, hallelujah, it operates at this current time according to money, amen. So we need your support in order to continue to share the gospel, amen. You can do that in three ways, amen. You can give online at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a financial investment, a donation, a tithe, an offering to this church, the Living Waters Christian Center, at its website, lwccgrace.org dot org forward slash donation i thank you in advance for your investment in the church your investment in the gospel way number two you can mail in your donation to living waters christian center p.o box 115 amityville new york 11701 once again if you don't feel comfortable giving online you can mail your donation into the living waters christian center p.o box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Both of those ways are on your screen right now. Amen. Third way, you can come and see us in person and worship with us. We have our worship service from 11 to 1130. Amen. Because of copyright restrictions, we don't worship here on our online service. Amen. Hallelujah. But we'd love to see you and be with you. Amen. That you'd come and worship with us. Amen. Hallelujah. In person. We are taking temperatures at the door. We are offering hand sanitizer. We are wearing masks. We are six feet apart, except if we live in the same household. We would love to have you join us. We have an overflow room with a TV in it. Amen. If you want to experience church, amen with us. Amen. You can come with us and give in person as well. Amen. Holly and so in person that the gospel here that is being delivered by the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. Can continue. Amen. Let me pray for you, amen, hallelujah, and your offerings. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed. Hallelujah, these uh, lovely individuals are sowing, Lord God. They're sowing it for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. Let them reap some 30-fold, some 60-fold, or even a 100-fold return on that which they sow for the upkeep and expansion of your gospel message. We thank you today. We praise you and we bless you because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you were blessed by God's word today. We will see you next week at 1130. God bless. Hallelujah. Take care. Happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.